Welcome to Biscafe, an interview series of the German-American Chamber of Commerce and Service Plan New York. We all know a thing or two about integration. The many brave souls who took a chance and started their first American business. So many things to learn, so many sights to see and endless possibilities in the land of the free trade. We wanted to know how German companies started out in the US and what their challenges were in winning over the American market. But most importantly, have a deeper look into their community and their culture. In short interviews, we'll present the minds and souls of select GACC member companies so you get a better understanding on who you're going to have a biz cafe with. Welcome to the Biz Cafe, um, the brand new podcast from the German American Chamber of Commerce. So let's get down to business and let's get to know the protagonists behind some of the most successful German American companies. I'm Stefan Schütter. I'm responsible for the global advertising agency group Service Plan. And with me today is Uwe Scharfi which is the CEO of Boimer, which is a true hidden champion. Yeah, let's talk about your company, Uwe. What, what do mattresses, cars, furniture, and medical equipment have in common at all for you? Yeah, uh, hello, first of all, good afternoon. Um, yeah, I'm Uwe Scharfi, I'm the CEO of uh, Boimer of America, which is a German subsidiary. Uh, here in the US in Tobacco, New Jersey. Uh, our headquarter, Boimer, is located in uh, Freudenberg in North Rhine-Westphalia. Um, our company has about worldwide around 370 employees and we're an equipment manufacturing company for the foam industry. So we do, we do all kinds of different machines, vertical, horizontal, machines that serve the uh, automobile industry, furniture, medical, uh, packaging industry, all that. And they all have uh, in common that they use foam for their products. I see, Uwe. So I heard you are market leader. So foam cutting seems not to be as easy as one thinks. Yeah, we're the market leader worldwide. Uh, there's uh, really only like two major players. They're coming out of Germany. And uh, we have a couple of players in the US and uh, some Asian uh, competition. Yeah, we were definitely, we're, we're a, a full service solution provider. Uh, we can provide everything from complete plants to single machines. So anything that is requested from our oh, customers. I see. Uh, so how was business going then for you in pandemic? I have to say uh, really, really good. Um, in the beginning, we were a little bit worried. Uh, of course, the shutdown, nobody knew what was coming up, uh, how the economy was going. Everybody knew it was tanking. But uh, interestingly for us, it was it's doing very well. Uh, what happened, uh, people stopped spending money on airfares, on going on vacation and going to places around the world. So they're staying at home and because they spent more time at home, they started to make investments in new furniture, new sofas, uh, new beds. And uh, really the bedding in the furniture industry is really what's driving our industry right now. 
as you can imagine, automobile is a little bit down right now, but uh, we, we see that it's going to be picked up again. Ah, so you are seeing some benefits of this uh, cocooning. Which, yes. <laughs> which happens to <laughs> all over the world now. So yeah, let's talk about your Germanness as a company. You obviously you in New Jersey, which is not exactly Germany. So um, tell us how, how important is German heritage and how important is it to have some Americanness as well? I think it's very important in order to be successful. I mean, Germany stands for uh, basically craftsmanship. We're uh, building uh, products that are very uh, uh, accurate. Uh, German people are known that they're very detail oriented, uh, have a very good engineering background. And all this is coming over very well here for uh, American uh, customers. Um, you see the German built great cars, Germans built great machinery and uh, made the label made in Germany is uh, well received here in the US. But uh, in addition to having German employees, I think it's very important also to have American employees here. So have a really good mixture of both uh, teaching our American workforce what we know uh what we learned over the trades in germany but also we're, we're learning a lot from our american fellows uh co-workers and i think the mixture of both is really good uh for business in north america i see um but tell us this is not you're not just an importer or a, a distribution company so you you really add services to um, the machinery that you're selling here, right? Absolutely. And uh, I mean, when we started uh, in 1979 here in New Jersey, it was basically just a sales office in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But then we have grown from a sales office to providing, uh, selling spare parts, selling machines, and then uh, providing services with local techs, like American technicians that go out in the field to install machine, to repair machines through the hotline, which is technical support over the phone or online, um, to uh, a blade manufacturing, uh, because our machines, they use blades and uh, they wear out and need to be replaced on a regular basis. So we started to do blade manufacturing here. Uh, and then we also started to do retrofits and upgrades of used machines. Uh, and we, from that, we decided a few years ago to also start some assembly of new machines where basically uh, the machine comes in components to the US and uh, then here in the US we assemble that. And we'll do that with uh, one specific kind of machine, which is our horizontal contour cutting machine. Awesome. So uh, that's a brilliant example, basically, from, you know, German uh, high tech and, and, you know, uh, local ambition that, that's coming into place here. And uh, in this podcast, unfortunately, we cannot see the waving flags to like a <laughs> German and American flag on, on your premises. So this is, uh, this is just a wonderful example of, uh, you know, what we're here for. And, and talking about, you know, Germany a little bit, tell us why everybody coming from Germany will need 
patience to build his or her business here in the US, Uwe? So it, it really, German businesses do need patience and they need to do uh, some sort of investments into the market before they get something out of it. And um, you need to build the relationships with the customers. You need to build a reputation for yourself. You need to be close to your customer and um, you need to earn the trust. So once you have that, then uh, the business is like more repetitively and um, you get, you know, word of mouth, uh, more and more contacts. And um, I think that is the key to uh, being successful in the US. So in the beginning, it's a little bit tough, but don't throw in the towel right away <laughs> if you don't see immediate results. Uh, it, it, it takes patience, yes. Well, thank, thank you Uwe for, for uh, laying this out a little bit to us because um, our listeners might think, okay, yeah, I mean, trust building, of course, this is uh, really important around the world. But I can tell you, um, there's this, this wonderful example that you told me the other day about, which is, if you really earn the trust uh, with your customers, then you can do great things. So you, you talked about this $700,000 machine without having procurement breathing down your neck how is that possible to sell this yeah i mean uh, procurement at one way or another will breathe down your neck for sure <laughs> uh i mean they want to make sure they always get a great deal and um of course it, it is important um but it is also the relationships that you build with with your customer so the individual uh area sales manager they basically built a strong relationship uh, with their customers. And uh, because the customer also knows, hey, if there's something wrong with my machine, I can buy my egg and get immediate results. Uh, we have like a, a hotline, a technical support line here uh, that can help our customers out uh, the same day uh, without any issues. I mean, at times, of course, if it gets a little bit more complicated, then we might have to send a technician down there. But for, for our customer base, it is really, really important. They can rely on us. So if something goes wrong, the machine goes down, then it is important that they know, hey, boy, must there on the other side, phone call away uh, to help us out and get us back up and running. Okay, Uwe, so I, I see you have to earn that trust and to really work on that relationship. but how is that, you know, in, in, in times like these, how is that possible? You, there's no trade shows, no business dinners, not even business drinks, so to speak, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, in, in New York and New Jersey, it's, it's pretty much an essential thing. How, how will you compensate that? So we had like an online exhibition in the meantime because the uh, regular exhibitions were canceled. Uh, the online exhibition was okay. It wasn't like, it was well, very well made, but the uh, connections were not there as it usually is. Mm -hmm. But uh, what we're doing is like uh, connecting with our customers through regular uh, Zoom or Teams meetings, uh, staying close contact with them. Um, that That's very, very important. But also for us as a company, what we really push towards our customer is the uh, value selling, the made in Germany. 
like we want to differentiate ourselves from our competition. So if you buy, we always say like when you buy a Boimer machine, it's like the top of the line, you're buying a Mercedes Benz, basically. Uh, you know what you're getting, a good quality. And also what's more and more important is also always to explain your customer that the total cost of ownership of the machines that you buy is, uh, is essential because the initial investments for your machines, for your capital equipment is only a small fraction if you consider the total cost of the, over the lifespan of the machines. See, so sales is really a scientific thing. Uh, <laughs> you need to really get them uh, sit down and listen to, to all the facts and you need to get uh, all the different stakeholders involved. So um, this is not an easy thing and uh, well-deserved obviously on, on your end. So let's talk about the GACC a little bit, uh, Uwe. It seems to be more than just one of those clubs for you. Tell us why. Well, the GACC, I think it's a great organization. They have done a lot of things uh, to help German businesses uh, to establish themselves in the United States. Uh, they have great events, amazing networking events. And uh, what I really, I personally think is like amazing is the apprenticeship program that they started here in the New York, New Jersey area, uh, which is a true dual apprenticeship program uh, the way we have it in Germany. So basically um, they came out to us and uh, introduced this program. And um, I was like, oh, this is very interesting. And we, we signed up immediately because uh, finding uh, skilled labor uh, is at times very difficult, even during times of higher unemployment rates. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, finding people is not the issue, but the craftsmanship, the skilled people, that is an issue. And therefore I said to myself, uh, with this apprenticeship program, we can make a real Ausbildung for mechatronics and um, teach the kids when they're young, when they're coming out of school and uh, have a, a, in combination with the local community college, uh, working, we're working with the local community college together and where they go to school and they go to work. Literally same thing what they do in Germany. What we do to that too is, uh, well, this year didn't happen because of Corona, but we want to send our apprentices over to Germany to work with our apprentices in Germany together, hand in hand, so they can see how we work in Germany, how we do this program over there and uh, that they get uh, the most out of it. Wow. Well, Uwe, that, uh, that sounds all terrific uh, for each and every of uh, our listeners. Uh, it might be worthwhile to check in with the GACC and see what uh, they can do for them. Let's talk about this private Uwe Schafi. Uh, you, you told me uh, you, you, you might go back to Germany one day, but um, pretty likely only if you're close to retirement. Why is it? <laughs> I love the, the lifestyle in the US, no doubt about it. It, it. It's a great way of living and sometimes it's an easier way of living, I feel. 
but I think uh, once I get closer to retirement age, living in Europe might be a little bit easier because of look, look around at the healthcare system. I think Germany is, uh, has a much better setup for healthcare issues, which you usually get when you're older. When you're young, you don't think about it. But at, with the age, it'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope, Uwe, this is uh, some, some long time for you out. Uh, and we, we keep you here. Uh, obviously, this is one of those great stories uh, of those hidden champions coming to the US and who are really on uh, their business strategies and are really consistent and really do a great job. So thank you so much for your time today, Uwe. Yeah. This was uh, Uwe Schafi, and this was the Biz Cafe, the uh, new podcast from the German American Ch uh, Chamber of Commerce. Uh, looking forward to seeing all of you uh, once in real life. Bye, Uwe. Thank you. Bye, Stefan. Have a great day.